Welcome to One Nation Radio, hosted by Richard Ladd and James Boyd. If you would like to become a part of the nation, email us at RadioOneNation at gmail.com. You can contact us using Twitter at One Nation Radio, at DangerRich32, or at James Boyd ONR. We are also on iTunes as well. You can go to OneNationRadio.Podomatic.com and subscribe to the show with the iTunes button on the right-hand side. And after all that, go visit foreverwrestling.tumblr.com for instant streaming, much more. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One Nation, One Nation Radio! Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. This is Richard Latta, one of your hosts. I'm sitting here with James. Boy, James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just decided to get back to uh, wrestling podcast. It's been a while, and all of this been my fault, so I apologize, and now we're back. Yeah. Um, we have been January since Royal Rumble? Or? It had to be since before January. Yeah, it, it, was, it was something like Royal Rumble. Um, we've been, you know... Working hard to catch up and get James all caught up. Um, <laughs> You're I, working I hard. To, to watch, try, don't I, sit on ass and watch know, TV. I've, I've been trying to keep him in the loop, you know, with the storylines and you know <laughs> all that. We are uh, we're gonna kind of pick it up from Money in the Bank moving forward. That just kind of ended abruptly. But um, our main event for SummerSlam: um, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. You sure it's gonna be the main event? You sure it's not gonna be Lesnar CM Punk? It could be. It could be. Well, for the, the championship match, let's just say that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, the WWE Championship match: uh, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think it's. Were you watching the show where he actually picked him? Yeah. They, yes, they, I'm watching the show again, Rich. Yes, I'm watching the shows again. Yeah. I had to check. You know. Um. The way they had it set up, it was almost like a like a game show type. Like I think they pretty much buried the entire roster right there. Like all oh, was just sitting there, just wishing, just pick me. Like why is Del Rio out there? Like yeah, and he like, has a belt on. Yeah, he, he has a belt on. You know, like you didn't see the shield out there. Nope. You know, <laughs> oh. but you know they they. I guess based off the storyline, they can't have the shield be around a group of the. I didn't see Undertaker out there. That's my point. Like, you can't have them... Like, you didn't see Kane either, but, I mean, Kane got handled by uh, the Wyatt family. We'll, we'll get to, to that later. later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we definitely get to that later. But, I mean, they basically had to keep the circle set up to where they got to stay in character because if the Shield came out there amongst the, ro- the WWE roster, the WWE roster would have to whoop their ass on yeah. site because they've been out here dragging on people for the better part of... Or since November, right? Yeah, since Survivor Series. Um, the whole thing with the respect to beard and Daniel Bryan's breakthrough to being this um, main event caliber superstar, um, he has been on an incredible roll for the better part of a year and a half now. Um, Let's see, since he won the title, yeah, it's actually been more than a year and a half. More than a year. It's been and a since half. what, like December of 2011. 11, yep, and which it. It kind of spun it's off. Fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kind of spun off the CM Punk thing, pretty much. I think Daniel Bryan is pretty much getting his shot because they saw the success of CM Punk. And Daniel Bryan, while not exactly the same as CM Punk, he has his own kind of unique. You know, we haven't seen Punk with the comedy Daniel Bryan's had. Um, while Punk is very, you know, funny, Daniel Bryan's like on like another level with the comedy and then getting everyone involved with him. 
Um, he's now going to be fighting for the belt. It's not his first time fighting for the belt, obviously, but, you know, last year, eh, you know. Nobody really thought he had a really had a chance of winning it. Now, it's like, is there anybody more over than him? Like Right now, currently, no. Um, with dealing with CM Punk, um, coming back after being gone for two months as and coming back as a face, and him being, you know, away from the belt effectively, what's been going on between Jericho and now being put on the Lesnar, he's definitely, those two months hurt him. I mean, I don't mean as far as his popularity, but as far as, you know, where he stands, as far as the, hier- the hierarchy. Like, you can't be number one guy after being gone for two, two months. Yep. It doesn't happen. Not now, anyway. You could That could happen 15, 20 years ago, not now. Yeah, like we saw Bret Hart take a whole summer off and, you know, jump right back in it. Yeah, you have Shawn, you have Shawn Michaels lose his smile and come back, hurt his knee and come back, get accosted and come back, uh, hurt his back and come back. <laughs> but that those days are over. Uh, we'll move on without your dumb ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty they, much. They have to have contingency plans in place. And, um, Darren Bryan was a hell of a backup plan. I mean, I don't think necessarily it's a backup plan as much as he sold the show because you got to think for the year. Seeing that he's not selling you a revolution the way uh, CM Punk sold you a revolution. Yeah, because boy, uh, CM Punk would just talk you into thinking like the entire company's about to change. Like, <laughs> like I remember, uh, I remember while listening to um, somebody was giving a critique of the Magna Carta Holy Grail album. Cr- album and they were basically saying Jay-Z always gave you the sell, the feeling of revolution that he was selling you um, that he was uh, selling you this type of revolution meanwhile like nah he actually was just selling t-shirts yeah. uh, CM Punk at the same time it's kind of the same thing obviously it's wrestling What it's all a sale but over time it's like alright it's time to move on to something new and with, and with Brian's his, his ascension it's been all about him truly doing things, like just truly marketing. Whatever they've and, given him, is and just being a great comic with everything he's, he's trying to do. Like you throw in the yes, yes, yes chant. He turns, he turns to a whiny uh, heel after he gets the belt, uh, leading up to the 18 second loss. He continues, you and know, the fans start, being outraged. Yeah, um, the internet basically losing their minds about it. And bizarre world that happens the night after every WrestleMania gets behind him much the way that um, this year it was with Ziggler cashing in. Yeah. Um, you go on to where he's carrying, um, he goes on with the deck, he gets lifted up to, you know, face CM Punk in two matches, pay-per-view matches, and obviously, you know, it wasn't right for him, it wasn't right for his time to go over, and Flash forward, that he, you know, he gets into the love triangle thing goes on where he gets the cane at SummerSlam, and then they become a tag team, and the anger management, pro, you know, promos are excellent, mm-hmm. and to the point to where throughout parts of in his year, it was pretty Raw and SmackDown, were pretty much the Hell Note show. Right. Uh, they, they held the belts for eight months. Yeah, you know they, you know they, and they were entertaining the whole way through, and they, um, there's a point where they dissolve. Um, Brian is just you know just putting on cl- wrestling clinics in in the ring right now. So far he's in he's in ring performer of the year for me, and now we're here, and you know he's he, has he runs a gauntlet he runs a gauntlet match the other night or two weeks ago with with Ryback Swagger and Cesaro, Cesaro and I mean is, is 
the like Daniel Bryan show on Raw. And has John Cena like felt is like unimportant or is ever like he's just kind of you know lurking in the background like not really saying much and I it's weird how on these face versus face feuds where they don't really want to go at each other you know it's I'm like I'm 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 having questions about Cena as a champion right now. It makes all the sense in the world for Daniel Bryan to walk away with the belt. At this point, yes. Because this is the first real interesting thing that Cena has had since WrestleMania with the belt. Like, well, you know, okay, I don't. I was. I, I mean, obviously, I'm foggy when it comes to the whole the Ryback build, but the matches were good. Yeah. But I mean, it's something to be said when Ryback, a guy that you know most considered a person that shouldn't that couldn't even talk. He he pleasantly surprises you with like the stuff he was doing as a heel, mm-hmm. and even now still. But uh, he's he's improving. He'll but never get credit. he'll he'll never get credit because we he came out and we hated him immediately because we thought Goldberg. You know how that goes. But I mean, yeah, that's over with. Now he's with Brian, and it's like you know the sky's possibly the limit. But neither one of those guys can be the the bad guys, so they have to put Vince as the the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. Which, like, I've heard, like, a lot of people on the internet say, like, every top star, every guy that becomes a guy has to pretty much go through McMahon, like, in a storyline. Like, they have to overcome Vince McMahon trying to hold them down. Like, you remember, it started with with Austin. I mean, we can go, yeah. Triple H. um, Let's see, John Cena, CM Uh, Punk. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah, you got to go through, yeah, you know. He lost. Yeah. You know, usually the man's on the losing end of of these Uh, few, but, you know. The Rock. The Rock. Also. um, I I, kind of phased out by the time Jericho was, but I I don't, I think, but no, he helped Jericho. Yeah, he helped Jericho. That that, that goes against, but that was still, that was still part of the whole keep Austin and Rock away from the belt. Anytime they're going to make a new guy, McMahon's going to be involved. Yeah. And I should, I think... Cena. Yeah. I think, like, him being involved with Darren Bryan shows, you know, his vote of confidence, and then they're turning Triple H into the good guy, pretty much. Which yeah, basically saying, like, look, man, I... Which is funny, it's interesting, because... Um, Triple H. SummerSlam 2011, um, they... The whole setup was Sam Punk always feeling that Triple H... Um, never always wanted guys that were in his build, you know, the big yeah. bulky muscle builder physique. And then he he said, "Let me explain it to you. My best friend Shawn Michaels, you're tripping. No, I, I believe in small guys. And then like it mm-hmm. it further's on to this point to where you look at to where like the future of the organization is quote unquote as Triple H is the heir to the throne and he's looking out for you know more of a meritocracy type to where like the best guys get on right and i i mean and it's setting up for a good you know past versus present like i think it's going to culminate at you know wrestlemania like this whole triple h this mcmahon power struggle and a lot of go on that long it's gonna go on pretty long are they gonna wrestle no i think he'll he'll get he'll get somebody to represent him and that'll be who triple h fights at wrestlemania basically and triple h will defeat McMahon and t- go on from there. Like, this McMahon is going to be his last hurrah, like, as far as the storyline, I'm thinking. Well, we thought the same thing when uh when he, quote-unquote, got fired by the board of directors in 2011 oh, I also. Should, look, we should have known better. 
We, we, that's we, my point. Yeah. Like you, when you're saying this, like this is gonna be for Nito. Look, man, Vivian man gonna come back. At one, that man comes back with when he when he damn well pleases. Yeah, remember that one time he came out there and fought Sam Punk. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. Um, but and Stephanie's uh, talking this uh, corporate makeover such as she's gonna be caught in the middle um, with all this. Like next, like next Monday is gonna be the the Daniel Bryan show again. Yeah, because this corporate makeover thing. He's gonna have two segments. Watch. Um. I'd say they need to get the belt off John Cena um, at any, you know, usually I say that at any time, but it's never been more clear right now. I've, we all see the crowds every week, no matter where they go. It's not just, you know, in New York, in Philly. They can go to South Carolina, and Dan Bryan is, a, is still in the show. Um, to quote Ziggler, but... Um, at this point... What, does, what, what are your expectations for the match? I think it's going to be an awesome match. It's it's gonna it's gonna have something memorable in it. Whether the match is gonna, the match is gonna be technically great or is um it's gonna play out with a great conclusion. It's gonna it's gonna be something memorable. It has to be. I mean it's it's, it's summer just, it's SummerSlam for the belt. It's Daniel Bryan's time. He's, he's just, due. He's just, just due. I just wonder if how the hell are they gonna have Daniel Bryan win because he's a submission guy. His move submission move Cena never gives up. They make him pass out. Or something, or but then you know he goes into saying I never lost and all this other stuff. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something fitting that's along the lines of how CM Punk um, won Money in the Bank against uh, Cena because every time Cena or Punk ever beats Cena, it was always something that was explainable, like uh, the Money in the Bank match that they had um, with the whole the whole you know and the backdrop is my contract ends, I can leave with the championship and go over to Japan. Mm-hmm. Or wherever was like he sees that they're trying to run a screw job while Cena Punk has him in the STFU. He gets out, he clotheslines Laurinaitis, he walks over to McMahon and says, we're gonna, "If it goes, however it plays out, it's gonna go out the right way. It's gonna be pure, basically. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be pure. <laughs> this thing is gonna be pure." And he he says back in, he gets you know he gets he lift he gets lifted up and gets you know um, GTS and he's pinned one two three. That's that's memorable, like and that explains like he kind of got sucker punched kind of that's kind of thing yeah. that he kind of got sucker. SummerSlam is Some, foot on the rope. SummerSlam's foot on the I'm sorry. SummerSlam is the foot on the rope thing. Uh, you also have um, Night of Champions, the Night Night of, German uh, Suplex, the, the German Suplex. You have that the Triple Threat match with Big Show. They basically Big Show had to take the the loss. It's it's always been explained that C, why CM Punk was able to beat Cena. Yeah. Now, in this instance, it's going to be something along those lines where they have to be able to explain it because they can't justify having a guy that's what what how, what what size is Daniel Bryan again? Like five nine, five nine, one eighty something. I say he's like five nine, one eighty five. He's probably five nine, two hundred, whatever. Five nine, two hundred versus a guy that's fifty pound has fifty five pounds like, on himself. They like they, they have to they have to justify that. Like you got to keep in mind they, they have to make this make people believe that you know the kids or whatever believe this is real. Like they like can't I, justify that. I had a question about that with the Lesnar and CM Punk feud, but back to the Dan Bryan thing. Like uh-huh. I'm interested in the finish, and there's gonna be some screwy happen. John Cena and Dan Bryan, are, neither of them is guaranteed to leave SummerSlam champion. I mean, yeah. Like they could both lose at SummerSlam, so. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's interesting how how Vince is playing this. He's playing it to where it's not that I don't want Daniel Bryan to win; it's that I don't want either of them to win. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's that's interesting. So who knows what the hell happens? Um, as far as I'm concerned, with with um, Cena's run, I mean, they, he won the belt. Maybe at this point in his career, he's just meant to hold it for short periods of time and transfer to whoever they think is right for the time because he's obviously bigger than the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much at this point, it's just the trade off between people to keep few to Has keep there ever going. been like like him being around for like this, this amount of time like usually like these top guys they fall off they fall off like right around this like kind of time because like, they get egotistical uh, and they want to put people over when he gets seven or eight years you know as the man yeah and then either for whether it's injury uh bad storylines or is just you know lack of motivation you know anymore, or uh-huh. they need time away. Yeah, they need time away or they're burned out. Um, Cena has managed to navigate that. You know, I don't really as well as anybody. As well as anybody, yeah. Like, or, and you know, people are. Gee, sick. I wonder if yeah. he's gonna get any credit for that ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you know, half the crowd sick with him, half the crowd loves him. I don't know if it's a little bit like Hulk Hogan in the early '90s when people were like, you just ready to tune him out. And uh-huh. go to hell. Like I think Hogan was still like more. I think Cena's more tolerable right now than Hogan was then. Okay. But um, he's this the time. His time's gonna come. So they're figuring it out now. Like with this whole Dan Bryan, CM Punk, Ziggler, they're building right now. Because they have to, they have an important transition about to come on their hands. Like at the end of this, they better start. They, they, well, to be honest with you, they better start hoping that they they start landing. Um, you know how, we, how me and you talk about this when it comes to the future of the NBA, or even when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL, and we hope that they get replaced. Yeah. Like you always want new blood in. It looks like they're promising. Like the best thing that happened to the NFL is the fact that they got all in last year. They got four guys like they can carry. That they have the potential to be. They, cha- they can't carry the mantle with RG three and Luck and Kaepernick and and I blanked on one of them and Wilson. Yeah, like they they got they got lucky because you never know what happens when somebody has to go down. You never know if all of a sudden Randy Orton, you know what ha- what what would happen if that 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 weirdo that went to, yeah somebody stabbed him Monica Casella style. Like yeah. you never know what happened. You never know you know with giving CM Punk or CM Punk and Cena's age when somebody needs to step up because they're not young. Yeah. So, neither Ziggler's not yeah. even young. Ziggler's like 31, 32. Yeah, so you, like never, you, you know how it is with wrestling. Only young guys. You, all you one bad bump. Only young guys are like, like Roman Reigns took a bump a la Shawn Michaels in the casket match on Monday night. Um, he came out of the ring. He flipped straight over to the top rope and hit his back on the apron. I was yeah. like, ooh. Like, I was like, that's, hey, they better be careful. Like, so, that, <laughs> that's my point. Like, you... We, we you know we have ideas and what you know what we think of when these guys you know are in um, NXT or when we see them and elsewhere and if they just get if they only get to get picked up by WWE and you know given the time to learn how to wrestle how how to basically like wrestle a storyline out through TV for WWE what can happen with them it ain't all promised like. Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes longer than you think. Well, like the role for success for Daniel Brown is a lot longer than, it, than you would assume it would have been, given how how much love he had on the internet and see, like seeing old clips of him. But like he he had it yeah. in the ring at least, and then you know the whole situation happens. Built the with, character out of him. Yeah. So and with that being said, I'll have my respect the beard shirt in the mail along with my CM <laughs> Punk BITW shirt. Um, <laughs> but talking about CM Punk, um, transition that into Punk versus Lesnar. Um, 
excuse me, Punk versus Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. As, the, as, <laughs> as Heyman's proxy? Pretty much, yeah. Um, we watched Money in the Bank and we witnessed the swerve. Swerve. Um, yeah, swerve. Him causing CM Punk the Money in the Bank match. Um, hits him in the ladder, busts him open the hard way. They yeah. come out and cut an epic promo the, the night after Heyman that. was excellent. He was excellent. Yeah, I think he fried Punk a little bit. He was he was just amazing. Um, like how good is this? Like 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 we have we had two guys going back and forth on the mic this good. And like when was the last time? Last time two guys back to back. Yeah, like you have, I don't know if you have to go back to Austin versus Rock. Um, or I'm or might be forgetting so Sam Punk versus Jericho. Um, Sam Punk Jericho was good. Well, I mean, Rock I felt like Rock. I felt like Rock, Rock Punk Sam. was really good. Rock Punk was good, and Rock Sam. especially especially Punk on his end because he like it depended on whoever had the mic last year. Like, damn, that was good. Damn, that was good. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I, we were almost <laughs> watching a rap battle because like we did this whole I Am God thing. Like the internet was on fire for a week. I Am like, God was amazing. The one he did um, at when he didn't wrestle at TLC in Brooklyn that he did, mm-hmm. the, the, knowing in advance that Punk that Rock was showing up. Um, like the next week or two weeks later yeah. in um Tampa. in Tampa for Raw, that was epic. Uh, the pro- the promo that Rock cut right before the Royal Rumble match was epic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that was I, no I was way in hell Rock was losing. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I looked at you and said, hey, "Rock, Put your was- hand on the screen." <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did do that. Rock, rock went, went, went like a preacher, pretty yeah, much. Put your put your hand in my hand on the screen, and I got well. I, I guarantee you, I, there was some there was some seven year olds somewhere that put their hand on that HD on that HD plasma. Look, um, so yeah, since that, that's the best. I think that's the best since then. That's the best since then. Yeah, like and, Paul Heyman, basically, they they're weaving real life into the storyline. How about him being the only person to believe in CM Punk backstage? Like, I wonder if that's like true, but. The way they describe it was CM Punk was just somebody they wanted. They didn't want anybody else to use him, so we'll have him, and then you know, we'll we'll kill his value, and then you know, go ahead. But Heyman always fought for this man, and yeah. like this guy is the next guy. But you know, land of the giants. Um, I, and I liked promo. I liked um, CM Punk's promo last Monday. He said, "Like I don't really think now that I'm thinking about it, it's not really about how much he cared about me as much as it was his own ego, thinking that he can turn me into what I become. Mm-hmm. I became, and it was a it was a by. It was I, I thought it was great. Yeah. So, but with with all that being said, with the great promo work, is Brock's absence hurting this feud at all? Like I know, Brock's not he's not really gonna do much but show up and kick ass and leave. I think what's hurting this, I don't. I think what's hurting it is the fact that at this point, now the only person that Heyman has um, out there, while um, to come out there with is, I'm not saying anything against him, just where he is in the status and you know the status of things is Kurt Axel. Like if. If he had somebody like a Wade Barrett who is a you know a, established a, a main a main event talent, not saying he is a main event or saying he has a main event talent. He's you know he's he's had belts on him before and he has establishment. He has established that he can you know Kick do, that he's, that he you know that he's not just a he can he won't just job the uh, punk. He'll actually put on a good match with him. Like you could have had him out there with talking for. Uh, have Heyman talking for Barrett or somebody else or somebody more established and then it seems more legit until all of a sudden out of nowhere 
Brock comes out of nowhere or it's SummerSlam and, mm-hmm. you know, there it is. Like, I'm not interested right now in CM Punk trying to chase down Heyman everywhere he goes and the person that's in his way is, is Curtis Axel who's about to get his ass by CM Punk. Yeah. Like, it's not really working for me. Yeah. It doesn't seem believable. Like, I think they need to throw some type of stipulation on this. Like, if CM Punk wins, like, like in the old school, like, you get five minutes in the ring with uh, Punk and Paul <laughs> Heyman, and hey, Punk basically gets his comeuppance on him, and they banish, you know, Heyman forever. Do you, that's, that's, that's something I want to ask you. Do you think this is, um, we're done with Heyman after this? No, nah, because they're going to keep him around with Curtis Axel. Think so? uh, I think they'll keep him around with Curtis Axel, and then as Curtis Axel gets bigger, they'll turn him face, and you know. But um, they're, they're gonna start keep you. They're gonna keep using Heyman guys as, as they're gonna keep using Heyman as as just a vehicle to vapor, turn people face. Yeah. Just a he's just a vehicle to turn people face. <laughs> Pretty okay. much. I mean, cause remember when when Heyman first showed up? That's the first, that's the first thing I said to you. Yeah. They're gonna whenever CM Punk turns back face, you're gonna use Heyman as the vehicle to turn him back face. And sure enough, that's what they did. Yeah. Not saying that it was obvious or whatever, but I mean that's obviously something. That you, this is it's something that was brilliant about having him there. Yeah. Like I say, like Brock's absence in his feud is. It has to go along. The is the mystique of Brock Lesnar like becoming, you know, is, is watered down a little bit because we we've seen him literally do the same thing to every single guy. Like he shows up, you know, he grabs the mic, he walks up to him like he's been to talk, yep. drops the mic, f fives him, and you already walks know it, and you know it's on, and, and then, then it's, and it goes and it fades. And then the next week, it's like a street fight. You know, just around the ring. Brock Lesnar is uncontrollable. He's an animal. And then, you know, you get Heyman cutting these promos. And then you get to the match. And it can be very good. And it can be a snoozer. All the matches have been good except for one. Like I said, it can be very good. (laughs) Or it can be a snoozer. Um, I'm not worried about CM Punk having a bad match with anyone. But is, like we were talking about in that first part, is any of this actually believable? Because Brock Lesnar would kick CM Punk's ass. Like, yeah, we know I mean, this. Like, at least when he was fighting Triple H and we was fighting John Cena, if we sat those guys next to, next to each other, but like, okay, you know, that might be a little something. Uh, but um, are they really expecting me to believe that CM Punk's Muay Thai training is really going to do something to this man? Well, like, I, what I think <laughs> is going to happen is uh, or Lesnar's going to end up somehow in an injury sometime before SummerSlam, they explain this, or they're gonna make a new DQ, and then early on in the match, CM Punk hits on a limb with something. That mm-hmm. that's the bet. That's the only because they have to be able to explain. Like, he has, they have he to, has be able to, to submit this man or something because he's not gonna pick him up for the GTS and all that. I mean, he can. He could, but yeah, I mean, yeah. that would be kind of like his Andre the Giant WrestleMania three moment uh, body slam. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Like is Rock's Mystique damaged at all right now? I don't think so. No, he's still the he's still the quote unquote ass kicker. Last time I checked, he you know he kicked Triple H's ass. Yeah, he kicked Triple H's ass and beat him and concussed that man. Yeah, look, he beat him so bad he lost to Johnny Axel. He had to forfeit Johnny Curtis Axel. I call him Johnny Axel. Like like this is trying to think. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's I. It's still there. His reputation with the match is still there. Hayden pushes over the top because he. Lesnar ain't got to talk. He got he has Les or he has Heyman. He gonna see the vignettes of him f five and a million people. Yeah. He gonna see him hitting uh, Buddy Triple H in the mouth with the sledgehammer at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Uh, so we're good. Yeah, that's gonna wrap up um, the first segment. We will be back with more of One Nation Radio. One Nation Radio. One Nation Radio. Radio. 
Welcome back to One Nation Radio. This is one of your hosts, Richard Latta, at Dangerous32. James, what's going on? Not much. Scrolling down Instagram trying to see some ratchetness. That's all. Straight flexing. But, uh, I'm not flexing on none, but this keeps me thoroughly entertained. But, uh, you know, we got a job to do, so let me put this away. You know, we the people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite theme songs in the Federation. Federation. Uh, excuse me. The entertainment. The E. Yeah, no, you, no, you can still use Federation, but the you fan, can't say yeah. WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta, we can't say that. Gotta get the F out of there. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, exactly. Go ahead. Um, speaking of favorite music, um, I played probably like two of my you know favorite theme songs. The Shield. Usually, when you hear the Shield, ass whooping time. Yeah, pretty about much. About to get drugged, whooped on, smashed. Um, and also beat him down. Jack Swagger. Um, as soon as I heard it, I was like. This man, Jim Johnson, is like on another level. Like same thing. I was like, that was I loved it the second I heard it. Um, I wish it came out earlier. You know, yeah. back when we were um, kids. Yeah, pretty much because you know how it is now. Back then, the soundtracks were so good between you know like the music from the Undertaker, the Generation X, the Rock's music. Uh, you know, obviously you had the Bret Hart stuff. So I mean, it was so coming good. up in All the, the future. WWE stuff were so or back with F. It was so good. What, what we gonna do? We gonna do a little tournament of the best theme songs of uh, of uh, all time. Of all time, we're, totally subjected the two the two black guys, huh? We, we need to bring one more person on. Yeah, because that'll make it more representative. Is a third person supposed no, to just two, right? No, no, we we can call up Josh, and you know we'll vote basically like you know so it, it can't be a tie, you know, uh, it, like the third person will be a tiebreaker, and we'll, we'll come up with you know thirty two probably songs. Um, and we will, you know, do that. And determine, oh, I forgot yeah. Austin. I'm sorry. Yeah. That glass break, you already knew what it was. And determine, you know, the best, you know, kind of theme music, you know, how it made you feel, you know, and just, you know, the, the rawness of it. Um, I, uh, I'm a fan of punk's music, even though, you know, it's just a rock song from the late 80s and early 90s because everything fits them, you know, pretty well with it. Um, I like his old music, too. Um, I like the old music immediately. I, 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 I mean, I don't need to know what the words of the song is. I don't care. Yeah. And, of but, course, Jericho, Break the Walls Down. Yes. Um, I used to, when I was younger, I used to like the Nation of Domination, you know. <laughs> and, and with The Rock, you know. The Rock says, The Rock, The Rock says, <laughs> The Rock says, Know Your Damn Roll. The uh, Generation X probably possibly my favorite. The X Pop one. Generation X. Triple H. Triple H. Obviously, um, time to play the game. The the um, bow down to the kings. The music he had before. Uh, before that one, the his the one he's had for years. That one was tight too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not so. Yeah, it's it's yeah, that would be pretty that would be a pretty solid topic. Um, we, I mean, Billy Billy Gunn's music. Yeah, Ass Man. You know, according to Bill Simmons, is one of the ten greatest of all time, which is absurd. So, uh, and of course, Bret Hart's, which um, maybe that day I'll go ahead and play uh, the, the Bret Hart instrumental I made. Actually, I need to email you that. Um, yeah, did, uh, did the one it, I've been the one I've asked you to track out for. Uh, we digress. Continue. Yeah. But um, we, we went on a two minute rant, you know, just about music, but. We came up with a new topic about it. Um, this is gonna be our rapid fire kind of thing. We I've got like one, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven kind of little topics or whatever. Okay. Um, if we happen to, you know, stumble into something else, you know, we apologize. But Which we y'all here probably now. will. Um, but first thing, you know, I want to get to is welcome back RVD, Rob Van Dam, Money in the Bank. He's back better than ever. I don't know about better than ever, but he's definitely um, reinvigorated because you know he still I, I never, got it. Yeah, I remember especially that Jericho match. Like it, it was crazy about that match was how good it was, and you could tell that Rob they were doing was, it for them. That Rob was just gassed, like he was gassed. <laughs> he, he, you know, he's out here. That man's on. That man's on autopilot. Was like out here just, just all muscle memory, trying to like as tired as he was trying to get through that match, and it was great. And you know, in typical Jericho fashion, he put him over. Um, it was it was it was great. A Jericho don't care about wins and losses. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, Rob Van Dam like debuted a new move. I I had never seen him do like that. Um, that front flip directly off the top rope. I was like, oh, what is he doing? Like, I, I thought he was gonna break his neck when he was doing it. But Rob Van Dam came back and you know he got a crazy pop at Money in the Bank. Um, he put on a great show at Money in the Bank. That match with Jericho, Swat Del Rio, he's Probably gonna go into something with Fandango right now. Yeah. But, um, Rob Van Dam, you know, he's like I want to say he's like forty two, forty three years old. He's you know he's not what he once was, obviously, but he's damn sure close. Um, My whole thing is like this: it's like a breath of fresh air. I mean, obviously, you know, given his skill set and everything, it can be, it can kind of be um, a bit grotesque when he gets in the ring and he does his thing sometimes. If it, you know, so like watching him back now and. You know, as long as he keeps, as long as they keep pairing him with good talent, and just have the matches. Origin, original, it'll, it'll be fine. Because you know, sometimes he'll be out there with somebody he's just supposed to go over with quick on, you know, so like a, you know, like a ten minute match, and it it can get like, okay, I know that spot's coming, I know that spot's coming, I know that mm. spot's coming, I know that spot's coming. So it kind of get it kind of get overdone, with, you know, because his it, the complexity to his to his stuff, and it it kind of gets like okay. You know, this you kind of get supposed to give the illusion that this is real when you're out here looking like and one mixtape. You're the and one mixtape of ass kicking. Like people kind of don't want to believe this shit is real. You know what I mean? So it, it's good. And so you know, as long as he stays around some talent and keeps some new things and you know, obviously counters to his spots and everything, he'll be fine. All right. Um, who are you with Jericho being gone now? Who are you looking forward to seeing him wrestle? See. Like I said to you after the match they had on Raw, I was I was saying like maybe they should have a thing to where they basically have like a best of five until the best of five and the fifth match being at SummerSlam. But right. you know CM or I said CM Punk, but uh, Jericho left. That kind of sucks. I mean, just put him with anybody this, put him with anybody this young, and then right. let's see what happens from there. Right. So I'm okay with Fandango. I mean Fandango, we all know Fandango can wrestle. Just obviously, do you like yeah. his gimmick or not? At this it's point, absolutely just hilarious. Like I, I like I, I I like how he trolls. You know what I mean? Like you know you know I'm all for the trollers. So yeah. I mean, unless it's like somebody that I think just can't just can't just can't, just can't, 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 like, cut can't cut the mustard. Yeah. So <laughs> like three MB, y'all y'all are great at trolling, but none of y'all none of y'all would need it for me. So like I'm not, I'm off that. So you know Fandango, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that Fandango life. Uh, I'd like to see you know. Just him and uh yeah, as James hits the Fandango moves. Um, I like to see him getting there with Langston. You know, I like to see the power versus the you know the flying around. All that flying around he does. Um, Langston is you know catch him out the air. Yeah. You know, 
have a uh, you know RVD and Kane kind of reunite. You know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And, the old and, tag and, and you want and you want you. I would. How good would it be for Robin then to walk up on Kane in the locker room and be like, "Oh, I see you put your mask back on." <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> That would just that would be absolutely like within that that universe we talked about yeah. that one time like that has retroactive to be, continue at it yeah, yeah that like, has that's like that has to be like that that has to be on the agenda I hope somebody thinks of that I mean that if this was Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan would have did this yeah. uh I I would like to see him with Ziggler eventually whenever he comes off of this um Biggie Lakes and AJ situation um them being both faces I don't know how that'll work but oh you can look. Ziggler's a face, but he keeps he he didn't change the way he acts and the way he jumps people. Like the way he jumped on Jericho a few weeks ago is absurd. So like, he, I think they he's were still confu- a they, were, they were confused then. He's still they, a they were confused then. Like they, I mean they 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 they, t- they did a double switch, and you know he's still acting like a heel. Uh, uh, he he's fighting he's fighting uh, heels. So I'll say that. Yeah, that's that's my point. Like we're at a point now to where it's getting awfully close. I mean, going to the point you were mentioning earlier. And you want to talk about as far as um, a lot of these guys, as far as if you want to make a designation for them, most of these guys are now hit, are all are all faces pretty much. Yeah. As far as when it comes to the um, the top talent, the top guys like we got all faces: Sheamus, Orton, Punk, Brian, Cena. Cena. Hell, Big Show may come back as a face. Henry's a face. Yeah. Henry, um, Mark Henry. Yeah. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Mark Henry who went away. That's for what for, I do. Mark Henry who went away for forever and came back and demolished people. Then then went away for a few, little bit, act like he was going to announce retirement, came back and, and whooped on... World's Strongest Swerve, by the way. Yeah, that's another heel move. And now it took the shield, and now, oh, he's a face again for the first time in like a year, and sh- over a year. Hall of Pain, when he was out here showing... Uh, you remember when he shelved Kane and he shelved Big Show Big like two Bill. years ago? Yeah, yeah, he's been a heel for a long time. Uh, did we say Orton along with that face? So, yeah, yeah, you so mentioned, someone, mentioned Someone's turned Van Damme. Someone has got to turn soon to start just balancing out the scales because the bad guys are the Shield, Del Rio, Ryback, Ryback, Lesnar, Lesnar, who only wrestles wrestles like three times a year. Yeah, Um, if if that's where it's at, with heel and Mr. McMahon, you know, who is now the heel. Yeah, for now until he, you know, once it's over. Like once SummerSlam's over, he's, he's gonna go off TV. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be a face. And next time we see him, six months from now, seven months from now, he's gonna be doing that McMahon walk. Yep, swaggering um, down the <laughs> swaggering down the ramp. Money in the Bank winners, um, Randy and Orton and Damian Sandow. Yep. Uh, the Sandow versus Rose feud, pretty nice. Has a little nice ring to it. I think they should put the briefcase up in a ladder match at SummerSlam. I don't know if they'll let them steal the show like that, but. That whole feud is is pretty nice how they built it. I didn't really see it coming when it happened, but as soon as we saw Sandow hiding in the corner, I think me and you both. Knew. Yep, we were like Sandow's about to about to sneak off and try and win this thing, and it, it, like somebody is going to come down to one of those two into winning, and it's going to ruin their their friendship. Yeah, and it's going to be a feud. Um, I, I would like for them to have that ladder match, and or they have a match at some point, and it's online, and somehow. Uh, Cody Rhodes ends up with the money in the bank because he needs it. Like yeah. I, I, I don't think. I don't know how you make a champion out of Sandow. Like yeah, that. I, and the thing is, I don't understand. I don't know, barring some type of unforeseen um, strike of brilliance, I don't see how they're going to be able to turn him face and not be like completely contrived. I just want to know why the hell can't we ever get Rhodes and Ziggler on opposite sides? 
one of them is healed, the other one's healed. The one goes face, the other one's hurt face. And that was funny because like, that was supposed to be, we thought that was going to be a WrestleMania match for last WrestleMania back in round, um, what, SummerSlam of last year. We thought yeah. like, that's going to oh, be something. Oh, by that time, somebody guys, will be a face. And we thought one of those guys was going to be in a face, and, um, and they were going to fight each other, but it seems like they just keep keeping keep each other away from it. I feel like they they felt like they needed to get Ziggler a bigger push, which they did, and they put put him around bigger guys. Like he was with Cena towards the end of the year. Uh, they put him on Del Rio to get him belt for you know for Couple two months. months basically. Poor Ziggler. And now they're working him out as you know this guy that's now putting people are trying to make now he's a guy that's you trying know, to, trying to build build Langston yeah. So Langston is excellent. <laughs> so. In the meantime, they they haven't had much of anything for Cody Rose over time, other than yeah. them throwing them at a, at Rose a time. Rose Collar's seemed like a random, yeah, it seemed like that random tag team pairing. Yeah, it, along the lines of which they do with Hills, which along the lines of what's going on right now with the Real Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which are pretty much they're going to step into that you know spot that they had. Um, yeah, Orton is basically as you coined the term to get out of jail free card with you know as far as if they want to weave his storyline into with Daniel Bryan if they want to have him cashing on Daniel Bryan or hell cashing on Cena he's on I don't know he's going to cash in on all I know is uh I hope it's sooner rather than later like I hope it's sometime in the next but I hope it's sometime like at least before Survivor Series because mm-hmm. I don't really think you want to try to um have people I don't you got to give him enough time to where he gets gets the belt, goes on a run, comes off the belt by Survivors. I'm sorry, by Royal Rumble, and then he goes off to have something with somebody else for WrestleMania. Because I can't imagine at this point them ever believing in him enough to or trusting him enough to uh, give him a, a, a the belt, belt in WrestleMania. and WrestleMania and him to tra- transfer it off to somebody or him to carry it through. Because yeah. as much as I love Orton and what he did, but then. Um, and the build he was going to have going into um, you know the second quarter of last year, once he caught that um, that wellness strike again, like it was it was almost like a pair like I don't think they're ever going to trust him again because they put him in the doghouse for like a, for a full year, mm-hmm. and like over a full year. And a lot of the internet was pretty um, angry about. We never actually say the internet was happy about anything except Dan Bryan and Pong, but um, yeah. and Ziggler, yeah. Um, they were furious that night um, on the internet when Orton won, and but I, was, I started going to war with everyone immediately. But my whole thing was this: like, I thought, I mean, my whole thought was either Brian's going to win it, or they're going to put Brian onto the belt after. And my whole thing was, if they don't give it to Brian, I mean, so be it. He's eventually going to get his shot because you see the way it's setting up, the way he's carrying, he's carrying sex, he's just carrying segments. At time at the time, and sure enough, that very next night, exactly. And then everybody's oh, yeah, like, "Oh, maybe it wasn't so bad, so bad thing." Now it's perfect for him because if you, if he had just won it flat out, or he just won money in the bank, he cashes in eventually, and then they're gonna they're gonna treat him terrible. Like they're gonna treat him like he was a, this this basically like he got lucky type yeah. deal, as opposed to now he can win the belt. And get possibly get robbed and hop into another storyline for that belt. And while he's still hot, exactly, get his rematch and everything and start a feud. Like it's more beneficial for him this way. Because remember, people, they are trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> if we get a Daniel Bryan Randy Orton feud for the belt, you know, in the next couple pay per views, people are going to want to want to see that. 
you know, because it's a golden boy and an internet guy. So and you also, in fact, the stuff they were doing with each other for the previous or for a certain amount of time before they even got to the pay per view, like you know, it's almost like they were doing like they were testing it out, mm. like to see how the world will work, and I think it will work out very well. Um, me now. I've lost my, my train of thought. What else was next on the list? Um, the Wyatt Family and The Shield. Oh, God. Can we just... Okay. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Um, I was in... I don't want to... I want to say it's probably like 60-40 on people being mad about the Husky Harris chance. I was probably in that 40% that wasn't mad about it because these are the same people that chanted... Rocky sucks and sexual chocolate and Albert at Tensile. It was okay then, you know, to make fun of somebody like that. But Husky Harris, oh no! If it's all because it's the internet guy, because we like him, you know, collectively he's liked on the internet. It, it's it's blasphemous for anyone to you know chant Husky Harris. We're ruining him. The ruining the gimmick is a big one I heard. If he's really that good as y'all say he is, he will rise above it. And we'll never hear it again. And we haven't heard it since because he's actually, you know, they've hopped into action a little bit. You know, they whoop some ass, but whoop de do. You know, people whoop ass all the time. What's so impressive? About, what is it that everyone is so obsessed about the Wyatts with? Their presentation is great, but are they doing anything really different in the ring than the Shield did then? And I feel like the Shield was better because they were going after main eventers. Okay. Um, you know I'm I'm not really into the whole um, NXT thing. My thing is like once you get in, once you get to the once you get home from the D League, and you get to the quote unquote league, and you're going against the you know the top talent, then that that's when it matters because I don't I don't really care about you fighting some guys that you know have may never there, make it. They may they're probably never going to make it. Only are going to be there forever, toiling around and never find what they're trying to get to. Oh. Um, so. Uh, when I first heard about the whole thing about the gimmick, I was like, okay, I, a bunch of just country, over-religious, crazy nuts from the South. Great. Okay, cool. Uh, I like their vignettes. I like um, the way they come out. Like It's like almost on some paranormal type of horror movie type deal. And the uh, interesting music is great. Yeah, because it's, it's eerie. That's yeah. why it works. Um, with the camp light and everything. However, um, we're going to point to at the third time seeing the same thing happen where they say we're here, they come out, walk with the weird music, and they both set up in the same spot with somebody in the middle of the ring. After the, it's the third time now, the same thing. Like, at least come out just out of nowhere and whoop, whoop somebody's ass. Like, now it's just yeah. becoming very redundant. Um, and, and this comes from somebody who, you know, is down with Undertaker taking seven minutes to walk to the ring yeah. every time. I understand that. Yeah. I understand the. the the lack of self-awareness becomes that, but at the same time, why is he no They were sold, yeah, and they were sold as they were sold on the internet, at least from what I hear, um, and what you've told me is they're being sold as they're supposed to be some original like innovators or whatever. It's like okay, uh, we've had cults before, we've had the brood. Uh, yeah. They're not the brood. I understand that we've had, you know, the religious types. We've had um, a group of three gigantic people come out here and whoop people, whoop all ass. We we've had this for what. And what was, the thing that's weird to me is, is because the they still I don't understand it's kind of like a slow build and they didn't, but they only put them on the cane and our truth and Justin Gabriel uh, Justin he Gabriel. slayed 3 and B yeah they put them on the small guys like it 
with the whole thing that is interesting to me is where does this go from here? When are we going to get to the point? <laughs> and why the hell is he rambling incoherently pretty much in these promos? And they're the greatest things ever. Another thing that it gets me is how do you how do you not pace this or set this to the point to where you slow this down and you never bring them out until you break up the shield because the shield does the same exact thing only a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and the shield ain't going out there and talking about bullshit. Like, the shield has come out there, you know, like, you know what they about. Their form of justice. What the hell is the Wyatt family about? Like, I, I <laughs> don't The brothers know. and sisters and posing and beards. Follow the buzzards. Follow right? the buzzards, whatever, whatever, whatever that, that means. means. Um, and, like, another thing is, what's going to happen when we come to find out, like, the veil gets open and we find out, oh, all these guys are just three big, big, three big brawling people. Like, oh, great, we got three more guys that we that the stiffs. internet will consider stiffs. Yeah. Like, I mean, I... I with Bear, no, with Bray Wyatt, I heard he can wrestle, but the other two, they look like sniffs. Yeah, they, they like they like henchmen. So what I'm hearing is, you know, they're pretty good, you know. But I ain't about to go back and watch, you know, their cheese grater matches, you know. When we'll see. <laughs> we will I'm see. Not, I'm they not about a, to go watch that. I'm so far four out of ten. <laughs> four out of ten. Yeah, so far four <laughs> out of ten. Um, the Shield. Um, have they lost a little steam? Yeah, because they broke them up. They broke them up to where now it's you know. Do you know what I was saying now about giving them those belts? Like, because everyone thought it was such a good idea to give them that, you know, to give Ambrose a United States title. I didn't think it was a good idea to give them small belts. Like, I felt like you should have either, because now they have to lose. Exactly. They have to lose now, and then they have to continue on and start fighting. They're got the, they're gonna lose. They're gonna break them up, and then they're gonna have to sell, go on from there. Like, I would have rather kept them going, trying to figure something out as far as let them all have their own individual matches and let them be a stable when they come out and help their, their own. I mean, maybe they felt like that, given how big the roster is, that's a lot of TV time to get to one quote-unquote faction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they could have they could have done something. Um, they could have, I felt, I, I just didn't like it. I just did not like breaking them up this early. Because uh, they're going to lose luster. I mean, maybe they want to kind of break off Ambrose quickly and if that's the case then it makes sense but I kind of like the package yeah pause um, <laughs> I, what would you think about turning Ambrose face like say you know like he 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 develops this like this cockiness or whatever develops whatever that makes you know Rollins and Reigns you know I feel like those two will be more natural baby faces but seeing how they're a tag team and they, you know, they have belts together, they whooped Ambrose's ass basically, and you know, and Ambrose basically turns into like an Austin type face, where you know he's kind of you so, know anti-establishment and so basically, if he's a face, he's going to be another anti-hero. Pretty much, yes. So it's going to be so okay. I don't know if I mean obviously you know when we first started trying to do this show we wanted to be um more of a pop culture show yeah um and pretty we really you know we kind of expanded with the music lately but we never really got to film or tv mm-hmm. uh what's going on in tv right now is there a lot of the protagonists in all these shows main shows are anti-heroes whether mm-hmm. it's the main character brian cranston in breaking bad or it's don draper in mad men or it's um Piper, 
um, Piper from Orange is the New Black. Uh, all these people are these anti are these anti heroes. Like mm-hmm. they're they're they come from these bad situations, or they're they're quote unquote guys you're in the room for, but they're doing bad stuff all along the way. Uh, same for Kevin Spacey's character in uh, House of Cards, even though he's more he's the evil side of all of them. Right. Uh, so it's just. It's even more anti-hero. It's even more like we have. You already have your CM Punk there. So it's mm-hmm. where are we going? Yeah, it's like the Shield. Or where would we be going if we did that? Good point. Like think about um, it, like we have Ziggler, who's he acts like a like I said, he's an anti-hero. He acts like a heel still, but he gets cheered. <laughs> um, the Shield is probably one of the best factions, but. They're being mishandled. Like, the second I saw them fighting the Usos, I was like, I like the Usos. I like their music. like them as a tag team. Ooh, so. Ooh, so. But I, I can't help but to think that's a step down for yes, the Shield. Yes, it is. And I'm hearing they have backstage heat, whatever. But I just hope that they figure something out with them. See, um, if they had came up with better... If, see... Back in the time when they were actually working on the tag team division, when they were trying to come up with some opponents for Team Hell No to wreck, if they had kept that going, then it would look like they had some real competition uh, for um, Reigns and, and Rollins. Because, like, they have the Usos at this point, Team Hell No is gone, or is dissolved. Our truth and Kobe Kingston went their own way. Sandow and Rose, they split up. So like tons of time players and that's it. And those two and like you can't take that seriously to our prime time players with, with Shield. That's almost like that's almost like nineteen ninety seven versus nineteen ninety four as far as like the cartoon <laughs> versus the reality and it's just a yeah. just a freaking it's like a it's almost like cognitive dissonance at the same time. Right. So and you can't put heel a heel tag team versus another heel tag team. It'll be a clusterfuck, like as far as the even match. even if the Shield are the good are the bad guys, everybody cheers because the internet they're internet darlings. It's still not it's still not good work. It's still not good look. Like they're trying to make money. Um, next uh, thing, Jericho uh, wrapping up his latest stint in WWE this year. I hope he's back in time for SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's back in time for SummerSlam. What do you mean? What I'm hearing is he could possibly be back by like Survivor Series. Um, because and I think soon enough. I, I think is I think it's tours end around then. But I know damn sure he better be at WrestleMania 30. He needs to be back by next week. I, I'd love to see him on Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm a self-professed. Sorry, that is not it's not Monday Night Raw. It's Raw is Jericho, sir. Correct. I'm a, self, <laughs> I'm, a I'm a self-professed Jerichoholic. Um, have been for a decade and a half. Um, Jericho's this year. I, there was a lot of good. A um, little bit of you know, I was kind of wondering, you know. I was disappointed when he had to fight Fandango, a guy who had, you know, never wrestled before at WrestleMania when, you know, I thought we could have got Jericho versus Ziggler. Um, who did Ziggler end up fighting at WrestleMania? He was in a tag team match against Team Hell No. That's right. That's right. That, that, that match, we knew they had, a, match we, a match we knew they had no chance of winning. Yes. 
the match that meant nothing in the long run. Um, Jericho went into it with Punk, Payback, Great Jericho this year. A. A. Like, <laughs> a. Like, like for me, he's one of the, he's been one of the four best ring performers of the year. Like it's 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 Brian, it's Jericho, it's Punk. Even though Punk took two months off, and it's Ziggler. Those are the four best in ring guys like on a consistent basis throughout the year. You if we start going through um, match of the year right now, like all they're, they're like there's not I don't think there's a single match other than maybe. Uh, Ryback, Cena, maybe Ryback, Cena, um, in the, the was last it, man the last man standing, the first one, right? The first one, like that's yeah, like other than that, that's that's the only match I can think of that where those four aren't named in that, those matches. Like you have yeah. you had main event with Ziggler and Del Rio, that was ridiculous. You had um, CM Punk and Cena, CM Punk and Cena. You that's had match of the year right now. Yeah, yeah, CM Punk and Cena to lead into who's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. You had. Uh, you have Jericho versus CM Punk. You have Jericho versus Daniel Bryan. Punk versus you have you have RVD. Yeah, Punk Undertaker. You have RVD versus uh, versus Jericho. Jericho. Just that just happened. Uh, yeah, bro. It's it's really it's, it's those are the four. Talk about talk about the way that I marked out at the Royal Rumble. You, we all did. We all, yeah, all yeah, pretty much. I think we everyone. all lost our shit. The whole, all, the all whole of room. the whole entire bar lost his shit that was there for wrestling when they, when you know, he came out number two. All of a sudden, and, you and know. the funniest thing was I, I rewatched it the other day, watching uh, him come out at two, and the crowd lost it just as much as we did. Yeah, because we were like, oh shit, we thought he was gone. Yeah, man. you know, he's like, yeah, I fooled you all, baby. Yeah. I never lost it, baby. So yeah, <laughs> it was that was a great moment. Like, and, you know, that's the thing with WrestleMania. The, mo- mo- the, ma- the main thing, I'm sorry, Royal Rumble. It's about one, who one who wins, who lasts the longest, and the and, and the surprises. Yeah, that's, that's and also the surprise, and also the whatever you know, great escapes people have to avoid getting eliminated. Yeah, usually that's the Kobe Kingston yep. hour. Kobe Kingston moment um, of the year. Remember when Goldust came out and Rose was like, "Yes, run it," you know, yeah. like, uh, and, you know, the Godfather coming out there, you know, eliminate while the music's still playing, but that's okay, you yeah. know, <laughs> because I got these here ladies of the night, <laughs> ladies of the night. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want to say the other word, but yeah. um, uh, Jericho, you know, he showed up in the Elimination Chamber doing his thing. He showed up in, you know, the Royal Rumble and lasted, you know, very, very long. Was he in the Final Four, I think? I think he was the third person, third to last eliminated. And in the key mind, the year before, then he was the last person eliminated. Yeah. So, I'd love to see him come back and just win a Royal Rumble for the hell of it. But, you know, I always want to see Jericho win, but they like to use him to build, you know, the young guys. And he has no problem with that. He got a great match, out of, or not a great match, he got a good match on the ride back. Um, he got, you know, his revenge on Fandango at, um, <laughs> at Extreme Rules, uh, which that match was better than the WrestleMania match. I was pretty disappointed, but, um, hey, they can't, all, they can't all be classics. If they're all classics in there and they ain't classics, then that's just the bar. Yeah. Um, that's just the standard. Long live Y2J. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, um, his face turned thoughts. We get Zig versus Big, you know. <laughs> With it, with AJ and all that, uh, this love that they're teasing with um, B. Langston and AJ now, like oh god, she, that's not gonna happen. She's saying, you know, you like me, 
you really like what yeah. I do. That's I feel like that's gonna turn him off her where he she says I I had enough of you. Like I really feel like it probably by the end of SummerSlam we're getting to the point to where Sam or Ziggler goes over uh Biggie Langston and it's gonna be AJ's cause of it and AJ's gonna act like uh, you know, you care about me too much. He's like, I had enough of you too. I'm now I'm tired of being your your muscle and your your bodyguard and you have to deal with Caitlyn on your own, so get it like the Red Cross yeah. and then Caitlyn's gonna take the belt off of her again and then she's gonna and then Nate's gonna have to scramble and try to find out what she needs to do while being, you know, the number one uh most visible diva they have. Yeah. Uh, maybe she goes actually, you know, goes back to actually wrestling. That poor, might be a novel concept. Poor Natalia. Poor <laughs> Naomi. Um, Ziggler is turning face. Um, the double switch with Del Rio. I thought it was uh, it, unless I you were like, pay, unless you were paying attention. I liked it at the time, but I don't like now that they didn't give enough. They didn't give him a rematch. Yeah. That's my only problem. Well, he did get his rematch, but he got fucked. Twice. That, well, that's my point. Oh, yeah. they didn't like they gave you a garbage finish. Like they went on like that match was good. Instead of resolving, instead of resolving what they had, what they what they should have did and ran that, they could have ran that until SummerSlam. What they did was they basically got off of that and just swerved. Like I, swerved. you know, how, you know, how I am when they don't finish our stuff. It's like important. Like they just like they just mm-hmm. left it. No, 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 no. Maybe you'll come back to it some other time. Probably not though. Yeah, Ziggler is you know. Unfortunate, Jack Swagger had to kick him in the head with the concussion because I felt like that threw a wrench in all the storylines. I kind of feel like if he doesn't, we actually SummerSlam. I almost feel like some the SummerSlam finish was supposed to be money in the was supposed to be. I'm sorry, SummerSlam. I feel like the the money in the bank finish was supposed to happen at Payback, and it just it got delayed and they didn't know what to do, but they they knew they only wanted. Del Rio with Ziggler from the night after WrestleMania until Money in the Bank, and they said we have to. We want you to be, you know, broken off from Biggie Langston and AJ by that time. And they said, screw it, we we got something. We got like if they if they're coming up ahead or something, they have something for Ziggler later. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, that's what it was. They actually had a time for him for him to be tussling with uh, Del Rio, and then when he got kicked in the, he got a concussion and threw things off, so they couldn't right. get a clean finish on their feud. Yeah, um, Del Rio. The belt always comes back to Del Rio, pretty much. Um, Okay, do you, okay, now that he's a hill again, how do you, do you feel like he's the same, like he's the same person, you think he's better for it now? He is a more logical heel now, it makes a lot more sense than him just, you know, us being mad at him because he has a whole bunch of money and he's arrogant and he's, he doesn't really have a motive. Now he has a motive where he feels deserted by, you know, fans, you know, for right or wrong. And, you know, he's acting based on logic, which is, oh, you're going to cheer this guy for cashing in on me. But when, you know, I whoop that man's ass with the fair one, basically, y'all boo me. Basically, yeah. and y'all y'all don't love me. Y'all, you know, y'all, y'all don't love Del Rio, <laughs> you know. So, you know what? The hell with I y'all. Feel like, so. I feel like to justify... How he's had the belt so many times. The face turn was like the best thing that ever happened to Far Just Fight. Right? Like when you watch him as a heel, the way he works, and then the way he works as a face. When he like his move set as a face, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable the stuff he can do. And now that he's a heel, and you see how 
the way he is more he's more tactical now, like with the with you know the kicks the and the kicks. strikes. Like it's so off. much it's so much more vicious looking than what he used to, what he was when he before when he first was a heel for that long run he had. Yeah, and now it makes more sense. Like I feel like he's he's a more logical. It makes more sense with his move set and everything. Is it's got more refined. Like he's he's better for it for going through what he went through, uh, and coming back uh, around. At the same time, has the world title ever felt more unimportant right now? He's gonna. Hmm. He's about to fight Christian at SummerSlam. <laughs> That's well. I mean, I, okay. For the WCW belt, I don't understand the big gold, Ric Flair's title. All for, you know how I feel. All forgiven. They put on a good match, and those two have put on good matches in the past. So if they if they if they put on a good match, all forgiven. I understand. You know, Christian, his profile, and the fact that he was going for so long, his team kind of off that, that he's you know he has no. There's nothing to him at this point, and he's just the vet that's there. Don't tell that to the internet. To, they, uh, they, he they, want, they want him to have one more match, one more title reign. I would. I don't understand. I don't like at this point now. I, maybe they just felt like we can't possibly put Sheamus or Del or Orton onto Del Rio because they had lengthy um, feuds last year, and it's kind of like we figuring out the same thing all over again. So they had to put him with somebody, and they chose Christian. Like we'll we'll see how this goes, but it ain't, ain't going to be much more it, than good. It matches. feels like there are guys short right now, as far as guys that they, they have, have a guy. They have Rob Van Dam. That would be perfect. You don't think it's too the, early? The kicks versus the kicks. You don't think it's too early though. But for SummerSlam, I mean, you don't think it's too early for SummerSlam, seeing that he just came back. And he just came back. He's Hey. Like, he literally just came back. Hey. One month that, notice, he's all that man, that man rolled out of bed and was in a Money in the Bank match, so... But you know how that is. That, yeah. They put eight guys in each of those matches. Yeah. They, they like, they put Christian on those matches, too. Yeah. yeah. So, you get what I'm saying now? Yeah, Christian was in the WWE title, and all of a sudden, you know, world belt. It's amazing how that works. There's no brand... Look, that's the best thing they ever did was get rid of those brands. They should have did it earlier. I, from what, I wasn't watching them, but I heard it was a pretty good run that they had with it because they were able to make two month storylines because it was like every other month, like aside from the big, no, you know, four or five. No, no, I meant like at the time being, like when we came back to Washington, it was obvious seeing that, you know, it was the very end. Like it was the very end of it, and they should have got rid of it earlier because they were caught to where they had to use guys that were like go way down the roster to try to figure out things as far as like when they had. Um, or truth. Like when they were doing like those beat the clock challenges and they were doing yeah. the whole vacant belt thing, uh, when CM Punk had left or whatever. It, it was it was apparent that they needed it. And then you had situations where they were doing the super smackdown thing and yeah. then someone you like knew like, okay, this branch is about to go out the window soon. When they had you know, they had yeah. or Randy Orton out here while carrying SmackDown also wrestling on Mondays Raw. too. Like and and you know, Anytime CM Punk or or Cena decided to show up on you know on the Tuesday's taping of SmackDown, you know they had to make it an event that they showed up. Oh, like tune in, like yeah. The Rock or or CM Punk or Cena gonna show up. Meanwhile, like you have all those guys that were that are SmackDown like Sheamus and Ordinary yeah. or Del Rio. They were wrestling twice a week. Yeah, that wasn't fair. Yeah. Um. Like twice the work to fight for the Lord, the like the Lord belt, the number yeah. two belt. Like, and I'm only a little number two belt. That wasn't fair. Obviously, you know I am with the old meritocracy, but it was it was starting to become like to where the rosters were uneven too. Right. Um, 
One more thing I want us to go in about is, you know, we haven't had the show in a while, but something that did happen was The Rock was on the was named to be on the cover of the video game WWE 2K14, and that sparked a lot of outrage. Um, I just have one question, James. What exactly do you do to earn a video game cover? Be there. That's it. Be there. Like, like, do you think guys like go to the ring with the intent of, hey, I want to be on the video game cover? Nope. But I will say this: <laughs> probably being on the cover, they probably get a uh, performance bonus. They probably, you know, how they have WrestleMania bonuses yeah. or whatever, and you get paid more by actually earning the belt. It's probably something like they already get paid. My whole thing is, uh, they just had uh, Orton on the on on the cover after the year after he was great for that. Where the year was basically his. They uh, the following year they put him on the brand new cover. The year of Punk, he is up on the next cover. Unless they're gonna give it to Daniel Bryan, what are we complaining about? Yeah. Uh, and uh, guess uh, what? Guess he'll be on the cover next year for W for, <laughs> for WWE 2K15. It'll probably be it'll probably be Daniel Bryan. So what are we really complaining about? Yeah. Um, there's like you know he doesn't deserve it. You know he comes and leaves. Here's my thing when it comes to stuff. Hey, I, I I I'm sorry, but I never lived on uh, or I never lived on a planet uh, where deserve got you anything. You got you get what you get. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you get. Yeah. And he's one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest. Um, yeah, stars. have to come back. He's actually, actually he's arguably the greatest star he's, we've ever had. Yeah. So for him not to be on the cover is kind of like, uh, like for, come on now, get over it. Like he's under contract right now with us. Yes. Or with wrestling, you know. Nobody have no objections to like Undertaker being on the cover. You know, you want to get nearly as much grief, nearly as much. I would have liked to see Jericho on the cover, just you know, for my own personal. Yeah, no, like, Jericho, like, no one even care. Like, meanwhile, yeah. Jericho, like, all he does is put people over. He never wins. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just out, uh, the different hypocrisies of the IWC, which is. They quit the yell. They quit the yell out. Uh, you know, Fat Albert, but you know Husky Harris. Uh, no, no, how dare you? How yeah. dare you? Like, look, man, he had a whack gimmick coming out. He's somebody we're supposed to clown on. I ain't yeah. trying to hear that. Well, y'all clown. Y'all, y'all say Rocky sucks. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Like you, you telling me motherfuckers wasn't calling Stone Cold Steve Austin the ringmaster back in the day? Oh, they were. Really? Like, <laughs> come on now, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, you know, sexual chocolate. Yeah, John Laurinaitis John, John Laurinaitis and his skateboard. Yeah, it, it was it, you know it's it's so bad to clown on old gimmicks until it's their guy. Yep, yep. So yep, yep. Nick, look, Nick Namath in the cheering the Spirit yeah, Squad. Spirit Squad. Yeah, like, that was that was dope. You know, let's 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 just start some chanting Spirit Squad when um Dolph Ziggler comes out and see if now, it how, gets everyone how, mad. How dare y'all yeah. get out of here with that crap? But we like to think of ourselves as you know the realists in these in this fake world like, of wrestling. I, I, I still don't understand how people don't get this. Like, okay, video games are bought by everybody for all age brackets. If you're trying to sell the fact of it's all about pe- how big somebody was the year before, um, and you're rewarding them, um, you know. After the fact, if you're trying to sell a, a, a wrestling video game and you're trying to sell to as many ages as possible to buy it, 
if you're of our age group and you and you don't watch wrestling anymore, are you gonna buy? Are you even thinking of buying a one with Daniel Bryan on the cover? Are you gonna buy one because has a Rock on the cover? And you remember the Rock, and you're like, oh yeah, Rock did wrestle in WrestleMania. He did have the belt just recently, you know. Oh, Rock wrestling again? Exactly. Like you're more likely to, that you're that's more likely to grab you some attention than having Daniel Bryan on the cover. Oh, you know, alone, like Daniel Bryan right now is my favorite. Is probably my favorite wrestler of the year. So you gotta let you gotta like. People don't think of this as busy. Y'all just think of it as, it's supposed to be this, it's supposed to be that. Like, hey, man, like, you're not, paying, you're not paying this man's bills, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> step off. Like, y'all childhood is over, you know? Like, and I know we sound, I don't even sound like, you know, the, we're assholes or whatever, but hey, I mean. Well, I think you, about what we're you saying. Put, you put Daniel Brown on the cover and you see how many, how many, <laughs> how to use the workout. As far as trying to sell to just like, a random casual like, y'all, fan, y'all think y'all know? You know when the last time y'all dropped a video game? Like I'm, you know? I'm pretty, like I'm pretty <laughs> sure, pretty sure they do test marketing for that kind of stuff for who they want to put on the cover, and no. I'm pretty sure they came to the conclusion that yeah, we need to put a rock on here. And you know, I don't know anybody that's actually ever played a cover of the game. Would you rather have seen on it? Good question. We need to leave on. We could leave on that note, or do you want to keep going? I actually did want to talk about Ultimate Warrior in the in the, in the video game. Um, Okay. Like, um, Ultimate Warrior going to be in a video game this year. I can't wait to have a squash match with someone <laughs> with them. Um, I always thought, the YouTube clip we show, I showed you the other day, I always thought this um, Andre the Giant Ultimate Warrior wrestling for 30 seconds thing was a Bret Hart gag. Like, yeah, yeah uh, Andre and Warrior go out there for 30 seconds. Like, I thought that was, you know, Bret Hart being Nas, Bret basically. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> but I stumbled upon a YouTube video where... Andre the Giant comes out to the ring. Warrior's music hits. Warrior is sprinting down the hall backstage, yeah. out into Madison Square Garden in the ring. He runs around the whole ring, nice. hops in the ring once, hops in the ring, looks at Andre the Giant basically, and he's like running back and forth. Andre the Giant turns around, makes fun of him to the ref, and like starts shaking the ropes. Warrior clotheslines him once, clotheslines him like two more times, big splashes him. Counts one, two, three. The match is over. The bell never rang, and the bell never rang. But the match is over. <laughs> like I was like, "What? What is this?" Like, and, you know, apparently they did that at house shows around the country for like a year, or like a solid year. Wow! Like trying to build Warrior up basically before he ended up winning that belt from Hogan against Andre against Andre the Giant. Yes, wow. yes, Andre the Giant. And I thought that was like a myth. Like I didn't know it existed. Like there's video you guys can go, you know, pull this up. It's like that's, four that's four amazing. minutes and twelve seconds long, if I'm not mistaken. And that's like including the intro. And the music never stops. And, and it includes like the rough throwing out heening, heening. Yeah, heening. I'm just, damn, I can't talk. Heening. heening. Yeah, the music never stops. By the way, like that one. That one might be a number one seed in that um tournament. But um next wrestling show we're gonna come back with that um music tournament. We're going to start gathering stuff up, and I'm trying to put together a bracket and all that stuff, and we're going to make, make it, it'll be the first of its time. Are we doing time. WWE, or are we doing uh, WCW stuff like Goldberg, Sting, Harlem Heat? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. We can do that. Um, you know, that original Goldberg music D- is pretty D- tough. You know, DDP stealing uh, that Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> hey, I, I thought it was funk. Um... Bang! <laughs> yeah, I know. Like to the listeners, I'm not really the biggest Dominoes Page fan in the world. I always thought he's whack, but you um, know. bang! 
the, the sting music that A lot of you know a lot of tight wrestling music the, out there. The Four Horsemen music yep. was tight. Yep, yeah, of course the NWO music is just something about yeah. that music. I say it every time. So it's, it's going to be pretty epic uh, on this wrestling. Hollywood music. Hogan. Yeah. Voodoo Child. Yep. Um. So with that being said, we're gonna get up out of here. Um. This is One Nation Radio. I'm James. No, I'm not. I'm Rich That's James You're James? Apparently Alright well I'm Dick Lotta Signing off later Right (laughs) Alright man On Nation Radio Enjoy all your favorite sports Like never before At BetMGM Sign up using code Champion And receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win Your first bet When you register With BetMGM You'll get instant access To a variety of Parlay selection features Live betting options And the best daily promotions In the business And with BetMGM At your fingertips Every play And every game Matters more than ever Remember to use code Champion And receive up to $1,500 back In bonus bets If you don't win Your first bet Place your money line Prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.